Talking with Topher is sponsored by slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. Put in promo code T-O-P-H-E-R before you check out for 10% off your purchase. More on that later. Let's get into episode 141. What is happening, TWT fans? It is so good to be back again and again and again and again. But right now, it is December 15th, 2022. And how are all of you? How are you doing out there? All right. I hope so. I hope so. It's getting crazy. That's right. Uh, lots of happening, and Christmas is around the corner which means uh my next guest episode is coming up so get ready for it i'm very excited i have so many things to be excited about right now but before i get into any of that let me start off the way i always do by saying thank you thank you to all the new subscribers thank you for subscribing and thank you for thumbs up, comments, and sharing the podcast. It keeps me coming back here week after week. If you are new to the podcast, that's right, you're just stopping by, you're checking it out, hit that subscribe button, all right? Hit it, click it, stomp on it. It's the most important thing that you can do for me and the podcast. So go ahead and click that subscribe button. Um, Of course, you can always give the videos a thumbs up. And leave comments for all the guests. Give a thumbs up for the guests. It keeps the guests coming back. And with 2023 coming right around the corner, we'll see who's going to be on next year. All right. So go ahead and do all of that. I greatly appreciate it. If you want to get more involved with the podcast, that's right. You want some advice. You want to tell your story. Or maybe you would like to be a guest on the podcast well then you got to send an audio video or a text a typed out email to t-a-l-k-i-n with tofer at gmail.com that's talking with tofer at gmail.com okay so go ahead send your email like i said it can be audio video or typed out and it's going to be what advice you're looking for uh your story and if you want to be a guest on the podcast. Send that over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com, the official email of the podcast. And of course, if you want to follow me, I'm on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. You can go give a follow. I greatly appreciate it. And now if you go to the description uh, below the video, you can click on the link tree link. Yes. You want to see this podcast on Rumble. You want to listen to it on all your audio platforms, Spotify, everybody. Uh, You want to go and check out my social media, but you're having a hard time looking it up. Just click the link tree link. It's right there. It's accessible and it gives you access to everything that I do 
All right, so go ahead and do that. I'm so happy to add this feature. I'm also happy to add the podcast to Rumble. Yes. Hey, we're getting out there. Why? Because the end of the year podcast could be censored by YouTube. So I want you to go and check it out on YouTube first. But if we get censored, at least you can go over to Rumble and check it the rest of it out okay so go and check that out there's more things happening 2023 is around the corner and i'm keeping this thing going all right so now with all that out of the way well we can get into today's episode that's right uh let me start off with i took a lot of time off yeah i'm one of those people where if i'm gonna start a new job and i have capability of benefiting myself, right? Because I always put the companies first. I put work before myself. I put my job before my indulgements, like the podcast. So I did not want anything to suffer the entire time that I was doing all of this. So what I did was, is I took uh, eight days off. Yeah, no, seven, seven. So... My last day at the vape gallery was the 22nd of uh, November, and I had from the 23rd all the way until the 1st off. I recommend this for anybody who is trying to take some time off. If you are going to be collecting a paycheck, or you're at the point where a bonus is owed, or you're at the point where you're just like ready to break, before you give that new job your start date, you should figure out everything you need and when you're going to be actually leaving the old job and try to give yourself some time off in between. And I have not had this many days off in a row in six years. The most, the most I was ever capable of taking off because it was just two of us excuse me, was, let's just say I would take a Thursday, Friday, Saturday off, right? If I was to do that, that would give me three days off of work, and then it would fall into my weekend, my Sunday, Monday off, so I would get five. So, yeah, this is only two, three days more, but it's something that I was never capable of doing. Which is why I'm so excited for the new position. Because there's employees. When I have to go to the bathroom, I don't have to lock the doors anymore. I don't have to worry about if a customer is going to pull into the parking lot and stop me from going to the bathroom. I no longer have cold water to wash my hands. Like, there's so many things that I'm so excited for. And I did not know that having a bathroom inside of the building and being able to wash my hands with warm water was going to be two of the most exciting things ever. (laughs) I know it's petty, but it's true, right? You sacrifice so much when you are dealing with friends, when you're dealing with family and you're dealing with mom and pop. Right? I mean, if you're in a location where you have the way that it was set up is the way it's set up, well, then you have to deal with that. And there was a lot of things that I looked past. 
because I I was like, well, this is just the cards were dealt, but it'll get better with the next location is what I kept telling myself. Unfortunately, the next location never happened. So I'm just really pumped to finally have a full uh, week, maybe an extra, you know, a week and a day uh, to myself to allow myself to edit all of this for all of you and so that you can enjoy it uh, while you're grocery shopping, Christmas shopping, getting ready for the new year. Um, and I'm just, I am very pumped to be back in the corporate world um, and and be part of a growing business that I get to grow with. And, you know, this has been a lot of work. Um, it's been a lot of stress. Um, and it's been nothing, nothing but rewarding. So get ready for the end of the year because I'm going to go out with a bang on here. I don't care if we get monetized because you can always go to Rumble. All right. I got, I told, I said by the end of the month. So by now, everything is available on Rumble. You can go there. And if at the end of the month you go to YouTube and they only allowed my intro to play, you can go to Rumble and finish the entire episode. I, I like I like the fact that uh, my friend convinced me to get on Rumble. Now I'm there, and it's awesome because I don't have to worry about what I say anymore. I can say whatever I want. If YouTube censors me, I just drop the video over to uh, Rumble. Mm. I just shaved, and I got really dry skin. Mm. Very frustrating. I even got eczema on my fucking hands, which is so irritating. I... Do not know what happened, but my I'm, I'm falling apart. I'm falling apart. I got what? Four days. Four days before I turned 43. Fuck my life. But this is all really teaching me that, you know, life is more um, than my addiction. It really, really is. Um, I always thought my addiction was my life. Um but I'm really starting to realize that now uh, my life is more than my addiction. Um, it's what I put into it. That's what I'm going to get from it. It's what I put into uh, the podcast is what I'm going to get from the podcast. So whatever I'm doing, I just got to put it all in there. And you are more than your addiction. Okay? You are. You may not think it right now, but... It doesn't have to run your life. You're allowing it to run your life. I look at what I'm realistically capable of doing. And I map it out. I schedule it. And I see if it works. And so far, everything that I've implemented for myself, but I've been scheduling, rescheduling, blowing up comfort zones and all this other shit for decades. I've just really really in the last six years gotten very good at fine-tuning it but I also know myself now I'm not second-guessing myself when I say I can do something I can do it that's probably the best thing that's ever happened to me besides all these other things that I've 
done for myself to make everything in my life better. It, like I said, I cleaned out my closet. I've taken care of my fucking, my, my bad situations. I've taken care of a lot of the stuff that was holding me back in my life. In my life. I got rid of it all. Except for the anger. I still have a little bit of anger, but I'm hoping that by now, a lot of that anger has left me because a lot of that anger was from sitting in the vape shop by myself, in my own head. But back to what I was trying to say is this, life is not my addiction. I am better than my addiction and I will continue to be better than my addiction and I will continue to suppress my addiction every day I move forward. And it's just because I don't have negative people around me. I don't have anybody telling me I'm moving in the wrong direction. Everybody keeps pushing me further and further away from my addiction. And, and these are all things that you need to do in order to have this happen for yourself. But I just want everybody to understand you are not your addiction. Your addiction is just a part of you. And if you're willing to change that part of it, you're going to be better than your addiction. And I wish I could have found it, but it was on Morning Combat. It was a video of Elfbar. Not a video of somebody just vaping on an Elfbar, but where Elfbar was being made. These people, I want you to hear me loud and clear, because this was so gross. They had a giant rack of brand new elf bars that they just produced. Now, I was told when these things go through the assembly line, excuse me, they are supposed to, there's like an, an air, God damn it, sorry. There's an air thing. And as the, the, the elf bar is finished, filled, and ready to go, it makes its way over and it like stops. And this blast of air is supposed to push through the bottom of it. Because I don't know if you know this on disposables, if you blow into the bottom of the device, it'll blow smoke out. Because that's where the airflow is. So that if you're pushing through the airflow, it'll blow the vapor out the mouthpiece. Without you actually pulling on the mouthpiece, it's how they test them. I'm not. I'm not. I hope. I'm hoping. I'm painting a, per, a good enough picture. So as they go through the assembly line, there's supposed to be an air thing that blows into the bottom of the disposable, which allows somebody to see the vapor come out the mouthpiece, and that verifies whether or not that disposable is working. Okay. And then they get put into a rack and then they get put somewhere else because then they need to go on another assembly line and be boxed up and packaged. These motherfuckers were literally putting their mouth on every single one of them. Every single one of them. There was three fucking employees literally grabbing elf bars and putting them back and sending them for assembly before they get the rubber mouthpiece 
before they get the cellophane wrap, and before they get put in a box. You have employees of Elf Bar vaping on the Elf Bars, slobbering all over them before they get to you. Do I think this is only Elf Bar? No. No, I do not. These things are assembled in China. China does not give a fuck. They do not give a fuck about you. So if you think this isn't happening everywhere else, that those are assembled, just nasty, slobbery people just slobbering all over your fucking disposables before they even get to you. Fuck these things. Fuck this, people. God damn it, they make me angry. Are you running around right now trying to get all your Christmas shopping done? Well, guess what? I'm here to tell you, you don't even have to leave the house today. No, you can stay right there, right where you are, sitting on your butt in front of your computer, and you can order the coolest gifts you're going to give anybody this holiday season. That's right, at slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. If you don't know how to spell it, it's right here at the bottom of the screen, or you can click the link in the description below the video. You're going to give the coolest gifts ever. That's right. Not only do they have a wide variety of clothing and everything else to choose from, but they come with the coolest colors, the best prints. And now with only a couple weeks away from Christmas, you're going to want to get those ordered immediately to get them shipped to your house in time for the holidays. And what better way to do it than to use a promo code T-O-P-H-E-R and get an extra 10% off that purchase this year. Isn't that incredible? Spreading the holiday cheer by saving money. Yes, you get to save money, get really great products at a great price, and put the smiles on your friends and family's faces that they're just gonna they're gonna be so happy when they receive these gifts. I'm telling you right now, this is where you want to be getting your gifts this year. You can get winter jackets, you can get skateboards and gloves and Hats and shirts and kids' tees. Oh, speaking of kids, they're all going to be on school vacation for this holiday season. So why not send them back to school looking extra cool in their slow-down clothing t-shirts? Everybody's going to be asking where they got those. How did you get such cool shit? And you're going to be able to tell them, well, my mom and dad bought it for me for Christmas, and this is where they got it because this is the only place you can get this stuff and be this cool. They're all tattooed inspired. The shirts are amazing. The designs are flawless, and the colors are super bright, and everything holds up from wash to wash to wash. So why are you buying anything else this holiday season when you should be going to slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com today? and get an extra 10% off your purchase using T-O-P-H-E-R, heat, gas, and everything else is expensive enough. Save some money on your gifts this year and get the gifts that are going to put the smiles on everybody's face. And the only place to get those gifts are right here at slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You're not sure how to spell it. It's right here at the bottom of the screen or you can click the link in the description below the video. And of course, before you check out, 
Use promo code T-O-P-H-E-R for an extra 10% off your purchase today. Let's get into some Topher's topics. I got some shit to talk about, and we're going to get through every single one of these today. I made sure everything has a video. I wanted to have some fun uh, before, you know, the Christmas and uh, New Year's episode pops out. Brutal, brutal topics, but we're going to come in strong and leave on a happy note. So, first one here. This was crazy. Uh, there is just, I mean, is this an actual fucking murder house? I haven't heard much of anything else, but they found two sets of fetal or infant remains found in a freezer, um, uh, 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 five investigates this tonight distressing developments in the case of a dead fetus or infant found in this south boston condo boston police confirming detective Crazy. located what appears to be additional human remains additional the medical examiner's office back on scene today removing a box draped with a blanket never anything like this <laughs> That's for sure. Yesterday, police were called here after someone discovered fetal remains inside of a freezer. Five investigates has learned those remains were in a box about the size of a shoebox, wrapped in tin foil. Two other similar boxes were also found in the freezer and removed today, where the medical examiner will determine if they contain additional infant or fetal remains. It seems surreal. Like, why is there a baby in a freezer? You don't hear that every day, and nor should you. Absolute devastation. Um, you just hope you don't pray for humanity, um, pray for the, the family who lost the kid. Mayor Michelle Wu asked about the gruesome circumstances today. Oh, I got to pause it right there. You don't think it was the family that did it? Like, is this an apartment complex? I don't know what building this is, and they probably already said it, and I haven't been paying attention, but No. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't, I don't think that the families that had this happen to them don't know about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm actually curious as to why they were put in the freezer in the first place. Like, why are they hanging on to these? That's what my curiosity is. I'm like, why are they hanging on to this? Who did this? Whose idea was it to put them in a freezer? And hang on to them like a little trophy. But I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure the mother and the family know that the fetuses were... I'm going to say removed. And maybe they were like, nope, sorry, the baby died. Or whatever, lied to the... I don't know. But somebody knew that this happened. Somebody gave birth and didn't get a baby. So <laughs> I don't pray that the families know about this, that, that uh, you know, I'm not worried about the families not knowing about this because they know about this. Whoever gave birth to that fetus knows about it. But why was it put into a freezer? Why was it held on to? That's my curiosity. Hey. This is a really disturbing situation that shows some desperation from individuals somewhere. The mayor not elaborating on that desperation, while neighbors in this normally quiet neighborhood are left right. with so many questions. Definitely. Right. What, is this an abortion clinic? 
And they're not supposed to be aborting babies right now or something? What's going on in Massachusetts with the abortion laws? I don't know. You know, New Hampshire doesn't have anything going on. We don't, I don't think we've made abortion illegal here. We've kept it the same. I, as far as I know, um, nothing that I'm keeping up with because it doesn't affect me and my family. So therefore, I don't, when it doesn't affect me personally, I don't give a shit. Let's just be honest, okay? I, I like to be very honest. But my questions are, why were they put into a freezer? Shocking. And yeah, it's also scary. shocking. And I hope that they figure out what's going on. Now, as you can see, the scene has cleared behind us, but this all still remains such a mystery for folks in this neighborhood. But we can tell you, no one has been arrested in this case. At this, It's like a fucking horror movie. I mean... I just, there's no way people, the, the family doesn't know, right? And, 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 and what kind of house is that? You know, it's a Boston home. So is it a multifamily or is it a single family? And why were there so many fetuses? Like, so many questions. Is there incest and they had to abort the kids because of that? Like, I'm sure this goes so much further than what I've got right now um, and that I'm talking about right now. But this is a story I've been following very closely, trying to see what the fuck happened. Absolutely disturbing. Absolutely disturbing. All right, my next one. Man, I do not agree with this shit at all. At all. All right, I'm going to say this right at the top. This fake meat thing, not good for any of us. I don't want any part of it. I don't think it's going to be remotely healthy for anybody out there. And I'm sick. I am tired. I'm sick and tired of the vegans, the vegetarians, and all this shit. That, that All these people that want this shit to resemble what they can't eat anymore because I love the animals, but I still want to eat meat. So, hooray for fake meat. Lab-grown meat is okay for human consumption, the FDA says. So we're going to listen to the fucking FDA again? The FDA approved cigarettes. They approved cigarettes. They have approved these vaccines under emergency guidelines. It's all false information. The CDC has nothing, done nothing but lied to us. So why am I supposed to believe you now? That Beyond Burger that's made with nothing but like soybeans and all this other fucking oil and shit that's no good for you at all. Actually, it's horrible for you. So if you think you're doing something positive for yourself, you're not. Guess what? If you want to be a vegan or a vegetarian or whatever level it is that you want to be, go ahead and do it. But eat real plants. Eat real plant life. Eat real fruits. Whatever the fuck it is that you got to eat, just make sure you're supplementing properly. But this I'm telling you right now is fucking garbage. 
This is not good for you. It's not healthy. This is not okay. And I don't give a fuck what the FDA says. So let's see what the FDA says. <laughs> if you are willing to eat meat that is lab created, you are not alone. According to a study of... Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Am I completely and absolutely wrong right off the bat? Is this supposed to be actual factual fucking meat? This isn't the vegetarian beyond the burger thing? Well, then I'm absolutely a thousand percent against it. I, I mean, I know that they were trying to replicate meat because we don't think we're going to be able to provide enough of it in the future because it's not going to be sustainable. But if this is actual real meat, uh, I really don't know. I do not like any of this shit. When we're supposed to be consuming something, I just don't agree with this shit. It is, it is not 3D printer acceptable to me. But let's hear what Farm Forward has to say. All right, let's do it. 2001 Americans conducted by one poll on behalf of Farm Forward. 67% say they would eat cultured meat that was grown in a lab setting. Wow. 58% are willing to eat plant-based proteins. Inflation is also causing some shopping trends to change. In fact, 64% are considering plant-based options for their holiday dinners. 60% trust labels that claim their foods are natural or organic. The Farm Forward study found that 91% expect the government to take action to make sure brands are telling the truth on their labels. Knowing what you're eating is important. I mean, God, I don't know. I don't know. Am I wrong? I'm not 67%, that's for sure. I'm on the 23% side. I don't, I don't like this. I don't think it's going to be good. Um, no, no, I don't. I think going out and, and hunting and gathering and actual meat is the only meat we should eat. If you're a vegan, just eat your fucking plants. If you're a meat eater, eat real meat. If you don't want to go to a grocery store, then become a hunter. But I guess all of this is not sustainable, right? All of us can't hunt. And soon, all of us won't be able to go to the supermarket and just go get it. So, and I don't know how soon, soon is. You know? I mean, I just, I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. What do you think? You think this is a good fucking idea? This this crappy, this meat, this lab-made meat that is now approved by the FDA, that has approved so many good things in our lives? I mean, I don't know. They won't approve e-juice, but they're going to approve this. So they're saying that you can't vape nicotine because it's it, it, they're not approving the vape juice, which we all know is way better than cigarettes ever could be, but they're going to go ahead and approve a fake meat and they're going to say, you can eat this. But then again, the Beyond Burger was also approved. And now we're finding out that stuff, no good for you. 
No good for you at all. All these beans, these soybeans and all this shit, horrible for you. Absolutely horrible for you. And I bet you we're going to find out the same exact thing with this. And I just, I don't agree with the CDC and I don't agree with the FDA anymore. You've lied to us over and over and over again. How? How is 60% of people still believing in you? It's it's crazy to me. Absolutely crazy to me. Anyways, oh boy. Let's see here. Twitter is the world's digital public square. All right? It is. Twitter is a public square that is not, uh, it should not be censored, right? It should not be censored. I don't think any of these platforms need to be censored anymore. But I did want to hear what they have to say. Twitter, like Facebook and other social media networks, has made its money on ads. And now Elon Musk is trying to attempt a new model with his subscription service. What is Mastodon's business model? Mastodon is basically supported by its users, by donors, um, people, anybody can start a Mastodon server and start hosting users. Um, so if you did that, you would be bearing the costs of um, however many users you decide to support, you'd be paying your server costs. And they have a Patreon uh, page that they use uh, to collect donations from people. And I think some people that are moving over from Twitter are saying, oh, let me let me give them some money. So there isn't like a Mastodon, like a big Mastodon company that's running this. It's there's one guy who uh, named Eugene who does the development of it. He created it and he... Wait, it's one, it's one guy? I mean, there's like, he works with some other people, but it's really small. Um, you know, he's developed, uh, there are some, there's a couple apps, like there's an iOS and an Android app. Um, so he does, he's huh. like, he does customer service. He does press requests. He's, he's a really busy guy right now. So Mastodon has gotten a lot of attention. A lot of people are going over there, but there's just been a lot of uh, criticism of the app yeah. that it's unwieldy, that it's difficult to use, that it will never really catch on outside of some kind of niche audience because of man, it doesn't audience. look very flattering. You've been using it. You signed up. What do you think? Um, I think that right now there are some hiccups and I think some of that is because a lot of people are coming in at once. So that means for instance, like uh, it might be harder to find a general interest server that you want to join or a specific server you want to join to join up really quickly. Um, but there's, you can definitely get on, uh, you can get onto a server pretty quickly and start using it and finding people. I don't think it's as hard as people are saying it is. Huh. Uh, the web interfaces for different servers, some of them are good. Um, the general Mastodon iOS app, which is the main way I've been accessing it, I think is quite similar to Twitter's mobile app i think that the criticism is a is a little bit overblown i think people are used to the centralized network idea um like they're used to the centralized experience that you have on twitter um but that doesn't mean that's the only experience that you have to have you can try it is just the one we are used to but again like i've put the the podcast on rumble and I, I, I do other things. I go to other platforms, you know. Um, I don't use Truth, but supposedly Truth is, you know, a great competitor for uh, Twitter. And it looks like this Mastodon might also be another comp- competitor for Twitter because there's too much censorship 
on Twitter. If you want to be the biggest platform for the town square, for, for, be, for people being able to communicate, you have to stop the censorship. Otherwise, this is going to keep happening. And it's like, yeah, sure. Okay, now there's Mastodon, <clears throat> which I didn't realize that's, that's what I was getting into right now. But that's okay. Because why? Because we need more and more of these to show up. We need to have different apps to uh, uh, choose from so that we can be able to speak freely. And if Mastodon is going to allow you to speak freely where Twitter will not, well, then that's where we're going to go. You know, I saw a lot of people jump ship on Twitter, go over to Truth, and now that Elon's bought it, which he's not allowing Alex Jones to come back on. What the fuck? Why? Why? The guy went to court. He got, the judge told him what he's got to do. Now he's got to pay his debt. He's, he's, he's got his, all of his shit that he has to deal with in, in front of him. And he's going to do it, I'm sure. Right? I mean, he's going to appeal. He's going to do whatever he has to do to try and fight it. But is that unexpected? How long have we been trying to uh, get Trump to give over his tax records and all this fucking shit and all the people, you know, he keeps appealing, 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 appealing. That's the way the law works. And I don't think you using the law in your favor makes you a bad person. You are a bad person if you're a bad person. And I think Alex Jones just made a really, 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 really fucked up mistake with the Sandy Hook shit. And he's going to pay for that. But why is it he's not allowed on Twitter still? Why are you still censoring everybody? Elon, how about you just open the fucking floodgates? You should be allowed to say what you want. We should all be allowed to say what we want, whether it's against the curve or with the curve. It doesn't fucking matter. Let everybody back on Twitter, and guess what? None of these other apps will mean a thing, and they'll all fade away. But you're not going to do that because you're not going to do what you said you were going to do. No, I let Trump back on. Yeah, so fucking what? What about Andrew Tate? What about all the other people that have been censored by Twitter? How about getting all those people back on? And if you want to know where Andrew Tate is right now, because I still listen to him, he's on Rumble. Yeah. No censorship, man. It's absolutely the way it should be. Conspiracy podcast with Brian Callen and Sam Tripoli. Right? I've been looking to listen to Sam Tripoli forever. I love his tinfoil hat podcast. Rumble, rumble. So YouTube, if you want to be the number one, right? You are the number one. You are the number one. But as you keep censoring people, you're going to lose your spot. Just like Twitter is going to lose their spot. You can only be number one until you're not. And if you keep censoring all of us and everybody for everything that you feel is wrong... Eventually, we're all going to move on. 
Because even though Rumble is a little bit more difficult to navigate than YouTube, it still doesn't censor you. Mastodon is a little bit more difficult than Twitter, but it doesn't censor you. Truth, I heard, is trying to be like Twitter. It's still a little rough around the edges, but I've also heard that it does have some censorship if you don't lean to the right. This has just got to stop. Right, left, blue, red, purple, pink, woman, man, dog, animal, snail, whatever the fuck you are, whatever the fuck you think you are, whatever you're doing, whatever you believe in, shouldn't matter. Shouldn't matter. If you want to say something about it, you should be able to say something about it without feeling like you're going to get censored, taken down, shadow banned, or eliminated from the public square. Yeah, that's how I feel. So I think all of these newer things that we can move on to and be less censored by, that's the way to go. So let's start moving. Do, 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 do. All right. Let's see what we got. What we got. Italy hails exceptional discovery of ancient bronze statues. This is neat. Now we're getting into the cool shit. Look at that. This is a Greek statue. It's bronze, I guess. Really, really neat. I guess archaeologists in Italy have uncovered more than two dozen beautifully preserved bronze statues dating back to ancient Roman times and thermal baths in Tuscany in what experts are hailing as a sensational find. The statues were discovered in San Cassano dei Bagni, a hilltop town in Siena province, about 160 kilometers, 100 miles north of Rome, where archaeologists have been exploring the muddy ruins of ancient bathhouse since 2019. So... Really, really cool. Look at that. That's the statue right there that they uncovered, and they, you know, they got to pull it out of there and then wash it off. Um, and then this is them washing off. Uh, oh, I can play the video. All right, let's get into the video. Archaeologists free from the mud and murky water, a masterpiece from the distant past. A bronze statue of a boy dating back perhaps more than 2,000 years. Excavations over the last three years at this ancient hot spring in San Casciano dei Bagni in the Tuscan hills are bringing treasures to the surface. Uh, we found a bubble of time. Professor Jacopo Taboli leads the international team here. He's still amazed at what they found. The first coins came out uh, with no corruption. They, they were perfect. And then slowly, slowly, it was one, it was two, it was th there were thousands. And then the statue. So it was, of course, extremely emotional. The artifacts date back to as early as the second century BC, immaculately preserved by a combination of mud and mineral water. Ancient pilgrims would lower their offerings to the gods into the thermal water. Coins, bronze statues, and likenesses of specific body parts, hoping that by then bathing in those waters, the gods would heal their ailments. At a time when a rising Rome was at war with the Etruscans, the original inhabitants of the area, the two peoples mingled peacefully in the springs in search of health, healing, and fertility. No, no, this is sicuramente. 
At a restoration lab run by Italy's culture ministry, archaeologist Ada Salvi shows me some of those offerings, including a bronze likeness of vital organs. You can see the smallest details, she says, the trachea, the lungs with all the veins and arteries, the heart, the diaphragm, the liver, the spleen, and the intestines. Bronze feet, arms, and legs were also found in the muck. So far, more than 6,000 coins have been fished out of the mud, plus bronze heads, statues, and other items. A veteran of Italy's Antiquities Restoration Department, Simona Pozzi's job is to clean the antiquities and try to preserve them. I've never seen a find like this, she tells me. Several other springs huh. in the area have yet to be excavated. Mud and water have yet to yield all their ancient secrets. Ben Wiedemann, CNN, San Casciano dei Bagni, Italy. That is really, really cool. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm back. Well, I, I had to run off for a moment. I think you all saw that. Uh, I just had to go to the bathroom. I couldn't do it anymore. Have you seen uh, Ancient Apocalypse with Graham Hancock? Um, you know, seeing these archaeologists' finds in this bathhouse made me think about that because it's got me really thinking that maybe, maybe, just maybe, the Egyptians did not build those pyramids. Maybe they just found them and they got to use them. Um, and maybe there was uh, uh, people that were almost at, as advanced as we are, maybe not with the technology and the electricity and all that, but they were ahead of their time before the comments, com comments, not comments, comments, came crashing down on the planet and wiped them out. And then everything was left behind. And in all these areas around the world, um, as people started coming back, right, then they, they, they rediscovered these areas that were already developed and they took them over because they didn't have the capability of doing or building what was there, but they just used what was there already i don't know all of this stuff uh makes me think that it is very plausible that even like the greeks and stuff the stuff that they were using they didn't actually build you know they might have built some stuff like maybe the Colosseum, but there's a lot of things that could have already existed back in 12,800 bc before the comments dropped and blew everything up and wiped out almost all of humanity. Um, and then as humanity started coming back, um, they got to use the stuff that was already built. I don't know. It, it really got me thinking. It was absolutely amazing. Um, it really gets your gears going and gets you thinking. Um, it's very possible that... That is very true. So, I don't know. Go and check out Ancient uh, Apocalypse. 
uh, with Graham Hancock. That I thought was really fucking good. Um, and this is just really neat. It's just really, really neat to see uh, all of this stuff. Now, uh, here in Manchester, New Hampshire, uh, it looks like Amazon begins daily cargo service at Manchester Regional Airport. So November 17th, 2022, Amazon Air launched daily cargo service today um, at the Manchester Boston Regional Airport. The... Inaugural flight from Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky International Airport arrived early Thursday morning. Amazon Air will begin with one daily Boeing uh, 767-300 flight. So this is a significant development in the history of the airport, um, says the director, enhancing our air cargo facilities with the introduction of Amazon Air underscores the economic development that this is occurring not only in Manchester but throughout New Hampshire and northern New England. I am proud of the efforts of our airport team in delivering a high-quality facility one time and within a budget. That makes a bold impact statement about the economy here in New Hampshire. So, I mean, I think this is cool. What they said for people who live in Manchester is that we should be getting our Amazon deliveries even faster now. So we'll see if this happens. I was pretty excited about it um, because I know that they turned down the Amazon like warehouse and stuff, but I don't know if you've heard about this. Amazon is now thinking about doing blimps. So you're going to have a blimp flying overhead. That is a warehouse. And all these little drones are going to fly from that with a package for you or packages. They're going to drop them off at the house and then the things fly back to the blimp, grab another package and go deliver that somewhere else. So I don't know if you've seen it, but Amazon's getting crazy. They're going to take over the world. Uh, Let's see here. What's my next one? So do you think invisibility is real? Check this shit out. They found invisibility. Look at that. Look at it. And she's gone. I mean, you can see a silhouette of her. I'm going to let this run one more time. This blew my mind. Didn't I see this in a fucking movie like six, seven years ago? It's a blanket. It's like Harry Potter shit. Look at that. Gone. What? And now it's real? Japanese scientists discovered invisibility. Holy shit. What are we talking about? What is happening? Everything that I thought was fake and in movies is all of a sudden becoming real? Insane. I got goosebumps about this one. I was like, what? That is real? All right. All right. Now I know I'm in a movie. I'm in some type of a fucking simulation at this point. I don't even know what's happening anymore. You know that if they just invented this now, give it five, six years, it's going to be perfected, and you will never be able to see somebody. They could wrap themselves up in that blanket and move all around the house. How is it working? Right? Absolutely insane. So, 
I just, uh, I thank all of you. And I'm going to keep thanking you for every episode after this as well. Um, it's been an incredible, incredible year. Um, lots have happened. Uh, lots of guests. Lots of comments. Lots of subscribers. And I just want to say thank you so much uh, for everything that you do. Uh, for, for the subscribes, of course. But just staying engaged. Uh, and and keeping this thing rolling, keeping me coming back week after week, I truly, truly thank all of you for it. And of course, if you're new to the podcast, hit that subscribe button, all right? Hit the subscribe button. It's the most important thing you could do for me. It's the most important thing you can do for the podcast. It keeps this thing growing. It gets it out into the algorithm, into more eyeballs, and it keeps me coming back week after week. So go ahead and subscribe, all right? Um, And, of course, if you want to, you can send an email out. That's right, T-A-L-K-I-M with Topher at gmail.com. That's talkingwithtopher at gmail.com. Go ahead, type it out, send an audio or a video, and submit your emails. to T-A-L-K-I-M with Topher, talking with Topher at gmail.com, the official email of the podcast. If you want to follow me, uh, click the tr- link. Ah, man. Click the link tree link in the description to go find all my social media. But, of course, you can always find me on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Go give a follow. I appreciate it. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your Thursday. I hope you have a great weekend. Be kind to one another. And as always, I will talk to you later.